Hello, welcome to the Snap UK Super 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 Bowl uh, preview. Um, Are we recording? Because that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make that clear. That was dreadful. I'm, uh, I'm going to leave it in, so it seems like uh, a real event. Um, so, uh, let's start off with the news before we go into the big game. So, of course, let's start off with the sort of blockbuster trade of the weekend. And uh, Matt Stafford um, has... Uh, God, what a lucky guy. He's out of Detroit. Um, he's Do you want one in... of us to finish that sentence for you, John? <laughs> yeah, he's um he's gone to um uh, the Rams in exchange for Jared Goff and two first two, round picks two and first a third round... rounder. It's big. It's, it's bigger than a lot of people were have suggested. Um, which leaves, of course, the question of uh, who got the best deal out of this? Um, the Lions. Well, let's. I mean, let's let's well, let's let's start there. Like you know. Slide, 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 say. I think the Lions have pulled a blinder here. I, I agree. I don't, I don't think. I don't. You know, Goff isn't Matt Stafford, and he's not going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, because he's never going to win anything in Detroit. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, they've swapped first first picks. You know, they were both number one overall draft picks, weren't they? Goff right. and Stafford, and in return, they've got some. You know, they've got, was it first round for the next two years, 2022, 2023, and a third round this year? Yep. Um, with a new coach. Um, okay. I, I think that's okay. Like, I know Goff's expensive, but they're about to go into full rebuild mode anyway. You know, they haven't got huge commitments anywhere for the next couple of years. I think Detroit have given themselves time to assess the whole situation over the next couple of years. The Rams wanted a quarterback McVeigh clearly doesn't think anything is his fault and it's all on the quarterback yeah. so he's he's shipped the quarterback um, and we've seen they haven't drafted a number one pick have they since Jared Goff the Rams in Correct. 2016 yeah, they they've traded <laughs> every single one away so um, clearly they don't want to you know they're in win now we know that You've got to use Donald whilst you've got him. Um, and they think that running back and tight ends and these other positions that they can get by with third, fourth round picks. And, they're, they're, you know, they've got a chance as well. But I think in terms of the value, when you stack up who received what, me personally, I, I think the Lions have done a good job. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you totally. I think Matt Stafford is far too talented for that Detroit team that's been there for years. But... I don't see he's the final piece. I, he's better than Goff, but he's not that final piece of the jigsaw they were missing. And I, I, I get that Goff hasn't been great, but that's a real stain on Goff's career now. Two years ago, they gave Goff a four-year deal worth $134 million. The only real thing that's changed in that, that two years for that offense is Todd Gurley going out. Um, so I, I guess... I can see this in both sides, right? I think you're right. Like Detroit are going into full re- rebuild mode. They've got two first round picks now, at least for the next uh, for the next two years, as well as their first round pick this year uh, and an extra third this year. Um, 
this works if the Detroit hierarchy are prepared to give Dan Campbell and the new GM there at least five years in the job. And, uh, and if they're willing for the next two years to be utter dross. Because I don't think Jerichoff is that good. And I, I kind of agree that he's an average quarterback. Um, he's like he's there when he looked at him against Jimmy Garoppolo in the in the NFC West. I'd say they're about even. Um, so Goff is there as a bridge quarterback. So the, the Lions either draft another one this year, which I don't think they will. I think it'll be a, bit, a year too early. They draft one next year because I think they're going to have another losing record next year with Goff and not a lot else because you know a lot of players are coming um, to the end of their contracts and they could be quite expensive to resign. So. The hierarchy there need to give Dan Campbell a lot, a lot of time. On the flip side, the Rams, I guess this comes down to the fact that it comes down to one question. Would the Rams have beat the Packers if Stafford was the quarterback instead of Goff? No. I don't know. Because like, Rodgers tore them apart. I think the Rams' defence was brilliant against Seattle the previous week. It was completely null and void against the Packers. So if you think Stafford can help you on defence as well as offence, fair enough. But obviously that's not going to happen. I think he's a massive upgrade over Goff. I think they've got him on a good deal in terms of like he's going to get two years, $43 million. Not a lot for a, a, a quarterback of that calibre. Um, so I think from, that, from the money side, I think it works. I think the Rams were going into potential problems when it came to the cap, given the cap's going to go down next year. But I don't think this gets them over the hump. And I think that's the biggest worry. They are good at drafting the second or third round. They have picked up some players there, but they kind of really need to up the ante. I think it just the last two big contracts that the Rams have, have given out, Goff and Todd Gurley, they're both gone. And Gurley's cost them a lot of money to get rid of. So I think, yes, this looks good for the Rams. But I think if you peel back a few layers, I think there's questions to be asked about the front office there. With Goff, he only looks. He's only ever looked like a, a, comp, a competent uh, quarterback with Todd Gurley in his pomp. Does the Lions' decision to hire um, uh, Anthony Lynn now seem even more smart because that he, he is he has great history with running backs. Mm. And they have some decent ones in Detroit now that they are not they've not utilized properly. Uh, can is he going to be key then to them being effectively uh, avoiding so, where they are this season? So the, the new GM at um, Detroit was the head of scouting at yeah, uh, Rams when they took Jared Goff. So he's obviously a Jared Goff fan. I, I don't think that I don't think whether they've used his contract and the cost of his contract to get yeah. more picks, Absolutely. you know, that's, that's what they've done. They've I'd traded say, that, haven't yeah. they? But, I, I'd say that. I'd say you've got one one and one three was for Stafford and the other one was for the contract. Yeah. And, and I think in terms of Anthony Lynn, yeah, he was a running back. He likes to coach running backs. There are some talent there. But I, th- I think they're still just nowhere near enough at Detroit to expect them to do anything. I think they're going to assess Jared Goff for the two years. And you know what players are like when they need to earn a new contract. You might see a different side to Jared Goff when he's got a you know, play to, to get paid again. And I know he'll have a lot of money already, but 
he's if he wants to extend his career, he's going to have to prove himself, isn't he? So he's going to have to, he's got two years. If you draft a rookie next year, you know, happy days. I, I think it's a no lose situation for the Lions. So, because I've been quiet for long enough, does anybody here actually think Jared Goff isn't an NFL caliber quarterback? Because I, I think he utterly is if he's coached properly. And as soon yeah. as they lost confidence, Goff's confidence dropped as well. So I was asking myself, who would you rather have, Jared Goff or Carson Wentz? Wentz is the better athlete. Uh, he's the more prototype quarterback. But Goff has the better attitude if he's coached yeah. and everyone is confident with him. If I, I am looking at this and wondering whether the Lions are thinking, we've still got picks. We can still do things. Yeah, We can move around. It, it, Goff might not be there very long. Look at what no. uh, happened with Osweiler. That was the last massive contract that got traded like this, and he wasn't there very long. He was gone again. So there's no saying that the, the Lions quarterback is Jared Goff. They could move him on again. If someone <laughs> comes along and says, uh, we'll, we'll give you a couple of second-round picks for Goff, so you've got some picks back. And you can go and get quarterbacks and things and do whatever you want to do with your rebuild. You've paid some of the contract. We'll move him on. I take him at the Patriots. I think he's I think he's a very good, if coached properly, quarterback. And I actually think, for the for a very rare occasion, both teams are winners here. Mm. Because the Lions are looking at the long game. They're assessing Goff. Is he going to be our quarterback or not? We can have the new head coach, give him plenty of time. Uh, we've moved on in the correct manner from a massive servant to the club. They haven't crapped on him by making him go to the Jets. They yeah. basically said to him, where do you want to go? And we'll do that for you. And it, that's all good. And, and he said, anywhere but the Patriots. Yeah, he said, anywhere <laughs> but the Patriots. And you can't blame him because I don't think, I think a lot of people are going to say they don't want to play for Belichick. Plus, the team is terrible. But we'll come yeah. to It's not that. Belichick, is it? It's Patricia. Also fair. But, the, but we'll come to that. But the point is, I think they dealt with Stafford really well. He, he never kicked up. But no. it was apparent that they need a rebuild. Like Jim said, it's five years from now when the Lions are any good. And this is the right way of doing it. And the Rams, they're looking to win the Super Bowl next year. That's it. That's, yeah. all, that's all they're interested in. And Absolutely. Matt Stafford, for a one-year upgrade, is huge. He's probably worth two or three. They don't lose the game they lost to the Jets, for instance. Yeah. Mm. There's far less chance of them playing wildcard weekend now they've got Matt Stafford. That's, that's what it comes down to. So we're going to see if he's any good or not because we thought he's good for years, but he's only had three winning seasons since 2009. And how long does McVeigh get with oh, I think he's, he's there. He's I there for a long time. Golden child for, for the Rams. I think he's got he's not got not just a connection with Les Snead, but with Stan Kroenke as well. I think I think they think he's wonderful. Let's, uh, let's not he's forget not... that they've had four consecutive winning yeah. seasons with Goff, uh, thirteen wins, eleven, nine, and ten. Yeah. Like, they've been pretty good. You don't get those numbers if your quarterback is bad. So it's just a case of getting over the hump. He just lost confidence. You can see that the Jets game was where it died because he off through two picks and then did he not drop the ball as well at one point and the, yeah. and the Jets recovered it. And, and the Jets got their win of the season and the Rams looked stupid. And that's where the confidence went. <laughs> but I think if he's coached properly, he's a very good player. I think you, you're starting to see this in certain, co in certain coaches where they don't want a young quarterback to coach up. They want the finished articles. I think Carl Shanahan is also one of those players. I, you know, they had an opportunity to take a young quarterback back when Patrick Mahomes and Sean Watson came out. They had the second pick in the draft. Now, whatever scouting mishap there was, it happened. But they still, those two quarterbacks still weren't massively. It wouldn't have been a massive shock if one of them had gone, gone, you know, after Mitch Trubisky. 
Um, and I think McVeigh is just like that. I don't think he wants to coach a young quarterback. I think he just wants the polished article there that can do just enough to um, execute his offense. Coming back to one of your points there, Griff, around kind of how Detroit have dealt with Stafford. I think I agree. I think that's, that's been that's probably been one of the best things that come out of Detroit because we saw how they dealt with Megatron when he started throwing his toys out the pram and we lost Megatron to the league and they lost him. They didn't get any draft picks. End of the day, Stafford has made $219 million in Detroit. There's no more he can do. They're going into rebuild. They got a great deal for him uh, and they've got a uh, you know, bridge quarterback for the future. So, yeah, like you say, see if he's any good. If he is, great. If he's not, they've got the draft capital now to move on and, and pick a really good quarterback in the, over the next couple of years. Yeah, I, I think I, I really think there's a real possibility that Goff isn't the starting quarterback there at the start of the season. Yeah, because, I, I think I think he'll get a season. Yeah, he probably will. But if somebody else came along and said, "Here's a couple of second rounders, we'll have him," I, I, I think, I think the GM off. wants him. I think the GM wants him. Yeah, quite possibly. And, and I don't yeah, know what with that. But imagine what you could get with two first rounders, two second rounders as well. You've you've done nothing but paid some money. Which is was it the Browns that did that for Austin? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Paid they got some, money, picks. some picks which is a sneaky way around the system. And look what's happened. Look where the Browns have finally ended up. Like, that's what the Lions are looking at. They've been... Now that the Browns and Tampa have done what they've done, the Lions are now one of the worst franchises alongside the Jets in terms of longevity of just being a team. So they have to see this. I think it's really exciting for both teams because I am looking forward to watching Matt Stafford on a team with those receivers and that coaching, I think it's going to be excellent. I mean, last week, we, we, uh, I think one of, uh, I mentioned, I, we've, we've never seen Matt Stafford playing with a, it's a decent defence, so he's just not on the pitch all the effing time. It's, and you know, now he's at the Rams, and that is, I mean, that can be a superb defence. He's not starting each game now, seven points down. No, yeah, and that is that is effectively what he's been doing now for years. So uh, it's it's exciting times for I say potentially for everyone. Yeah, um, I really think both teams are winners here. I think it's an excellent trade. Um, you, can we move on to Deshaun Watson so that I can get my bit in that I didn't have last week? That's what she said. Go on. Yeah. You, you um, go on. So I think he is moving, and I don't think in hell they can trade him in the AFC. It has to be an NFC team. You cannot face the thought of facing him every year or every three years or whatever it's going to be in the AFC because he is going to be brilliant wherever he goes. So then you're looking for which NFC teams can realistically come in because Matt Stafford's trade has now set the market. So who's going to be giving up three picks plus and have a quarterback that they can get rid of in order to get Deshaun Watson? Now, the only one I can think of that I've heard mentioned in other places as well is the Cowboys sign Dak and then trade Dak across and say, here you go. For me, that's not worth it because Deshaun Watson's probably only worth one win upgrade for what you'd have to give away. But I, I don't know where else he could possibly end up. Because the Texans are bound to want a quarterback and... I'm the Niners. He, he, he could make it to the Niners. I would, I would, you know, it is possible. The draft capital? We've got Jimmy, and I think we could probably give away. You know, we haven't got early picks at the moment. We've got a mid-round pick, haven't we? You know, depends. We've got 12. You know, 12 this year. this year. So, 
it's possible. I really think it'll be in there's, there's, I really think he's going to There's been some mooted with him going to the Packers, which I don't really see because they've no. obviously got Rogers and Jordan Love. So I don't really see that one. That's not um, happening. But the multiple team with Jimmy G going to the Patriots and the Patriots getting involved with picks going, you know, different ways. I can see that one potentially if Belichick wants Jimmy G back. Does he do you want think Jimmy he does, back? though? I don't um, think he does. Do you know what? They used to say about him that he was he followed the playbook to the T. So he basically read the script and did what he was told, which is what they always said about Brady. Everything we've seen about Jimmy G since he's left the Patriots would tell you that's not the case, like the porn star girlfriend and all of the other things. And then add on to that the fact that the main thing we've seen out of him is, whilst he can be very good and he did get to the Super Bowl, he's never on the field. Mm-hmm. And that is the biggest problem. Don't forget, he got his opportunity to play with the Patriots when Brady was suspended and he only played in the first game. Yeah, because he got injured. So Brissett played two and a half games. I think he started the first two, and then yeah, the set play he was the injured other in game. the second one. Yeah, so he's never really played as a patriot. So it'd be interesting to see if McDaniel. I think it's whether McDaniel's thinks he can get enough out of him, not just Belichick. I think you've got to think the whole crew, and we've now got a complete reunification. Belichick, McDaniel's didn't move. Patricia's back in the building, and it, it does make you wonder whether you'll see. Bit like we've seen in the past, players leave and then come back. Like line, a lot of linebackers have left the Patriots and ended up back there. And and it may well happen that some players gravitate back there again. But whether Jimmy G is is the the answer, certainly not in the long term, but he might be our best option for this coming season. Because we haven't got anybody else. So, I've been trying to I've been trying to really get my hopes up that the Niners well, sorry, I'm trying to not get my hopes up that the Niners are gonna get a quarterback because I just don't feel like it's the move that they're gonna make. I feel like if you compare the Niners to, to the Rams, the Rams giving up first round picks left, right, and centre. Like they, it's not that they don't value their first round picks. It's just that they they see the value of, those, of using those first round picks instead of buying a lottery ticket, they're buying a winning lottery ticket. They they're using them to get players who are experienced, know what they're doing, are proven in the NFL. That's not, from what I can tell so far, that's not being what John Lynch's um, mo has been. Like he he takes not risks, but he he wants to pick in the draft and. You know, if you read some of the reports coming out about the Stafford trade, the Niners were interested, but they didn't make an offer. Um, there are, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, team, nine teams that made that were interested in Stafford. The Rams, Niners, Pats, Colts, Jets, Broncos, Bears, football team, and Panthers. So let's say you, you take those nine teams who all want quarterbacks and you, you lump in uh, the Dolphins on that as well because there have been another team that have been rumoured to be interested in, um, in getting Deshaun Watson. And you do what, Mike, what Griff said, actually. You take out the AFC. So that gets rid of all, a lot of those players. There's only one team there that I think will actually make sense for Deshaun Watson to go for, and that's the Carolina Panthers. Oh, got I've, got high... I've got the Falcons no. and the Bears on my list as well. The, Fal- the Falcons came out this evening and said they're sticking with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Absolutely, and they should. But other teams have said this before. But the Falcons and the Bears are on my list with the Panthers. I think the Panthers just... make the most sense. I'm not Pan- sure. Panthers have been clear, haven't they, that they are in for Watson? They've yeah, said they said they're going to be they? they're going to be aggressive in getting him. They also have the you know they have the eighth pick in, in in the draft this year. So even if you are going against the Bears, who surprisingly made the playoffs, you've got the value of having that eighth pick over a pick in, in the twenty in the twenties. Um, so I, I, I really 
I want to think that John Lynch and Shakar Shannon are going, do you know what? Let's just do it. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Niners will be starting with Jimmy G at the end of the year. Because um, I don't think we're also we're not in a position to get any of the top four quarterbacks in the draft, and we won't trade up for one. Uh, I'm not, I'm so not for sure me, Jimmy G is your starting quarterback. I think not, he is. not by a long stretch. Not even if he's on the roster. Do I necessarily I, think he's your best option? But we keep hearing about the Kirk Cousins thing. That's been a, a long time coming for uh, Shannon. It's, it's a sideways move. It's not yeah, up. It's, that's, that's a sideways move with more money on a contract. Yeah, it's, it doesn't make sense anyway. It'd be a real strange move. But it, I um, think it, he's G. better than Jimmy G. Is he? Yeah, is he? I mean, not by, not. He's not all he he's is not, is more durable not, than Jimmy G. He's, he's not, not Deshaun Watson. But I'm well, just hoping we pick up. The first thing about being better is being on the pitch. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we can just pick up Darnold on the cheap. I think a lot yeah. of things. I'm thinking that I would take Darnold or Trubisky. I'd, I'm happy with either of them because I think they're both way more talented than they've shown so far. But I don't know. I just I get the feeling with the Niners, you're hearing similar that you've heard uh, about Goff, which is uh, Jimmy G's our quarterback now. Yeah. Not Jimmy G's our quarterback this time next year. <laughs> well, they've come. They've come out and said he's going to be starting in 2021. The difference is that McVeigh and, Bra- and Les Snead, after that playoff loss, refused to, be, to back Goff. They're like, we're assessing everyone. From the moment they said that, we all said Goff's out of there. Yeah. Like, we don't, one way or another, we don't know how, how or what for, but it, it, Goff's, number, Goff's days in, in LA are numbered. Um, anyway, coming back to Deshaun Watson, I, uh, Gary, I know you think he's going to be in Texans. I agree with, with Griff. I don't think there's any way, shape, or form that he is playing on day one with the Texans in, in 2021. If he's still on the squad, he ain't playing. He is yeah. not turning up. He's not yeah. turning up for camp. He's He'll not turning up for fake. He's 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 doing a. He's, he's, doing a he's already told them he doesn't need the money, so he's quite happy to pay not to turn up. Yeah. <laughs> Once you all, start hearing that. So, I think he's also, he's also, yeah, he's also got some senior players in the dressing room backing him as well, which is a real, real yeah, which, which is a real worry for both Nick Casario, the GM, and uh, what's the coach's name? David Cully, Cully, yeah, Cully, Cully, Cully. This this brings me to my next point, which is every year we see half a dozen new coaches, and every year two of them are useless, right? And this guy is one of them because he's now hamstrung by the. Biggest player in the franchise history is hacked off, JJ Watt, and the most talented player in the franchise history wants out the door before you've started. This guy's this guy's done. He's done already. So well, JJ Watt, they can't afford really because he wants his last big contract and they don't want to pay him. So no. JJ Watt is done in yep. Houston. He will move. Um, and I, I saw some stats saying that because obviously Cully was the you know, he was the passing coordinator, wasn't he, or offensive coordinator yeah. in the Rams. Assistant the head coach as well. At the Ravens. And he had the wor- one of the worst pass offences. And somewhere else he's been an offensive coordinator. And they had the worst pass offence in the league. Yeah. He- he's rubbish. I don't understand how he got the job. Eric Texans Bien-Ami, could be picking number one madness. next year. The Texans could easily be the number one pick next year. They- yeah. This could be a disaster. And then losing fan base left, right and centre after the Hopkins trade. It was a nightmare for them. But this is it's just a carousel. They don't seem to be able to get off. They're turning into the Jags and the Jets all thrown into one. It's it's not Jags, good. Jets and Browns all thrown it's, into one. Yeah, it's not Browns. good at all. We wondered but, but, who was going to be. Before Watson, they were the Jags as well. They were bad for a long time. The they were very distinctly average. They only had two winning seasons, didn't they, in, in their yeah. history before he got there or something. But they were okay when they had Matt Schaub. What? I'm sorry, did you feel the need to shout in case we were all asleep? Sweet Christ. 
I'm I'm defending my favourite Jewish quarterback quite vehemently. Yeah, you are with a really deep voice. Apparently, <laughs> you're very loud, Paul. Oh, extremely loud. I'm sorry. I, I really like Matt Schaub, and I want him to be defended for his time in Texas. Matt Schaub was excellent, and they got a lot of eight and eight seasons out of Matt Schaub, and they did very well. <laughs> but the team was awful. That's fine. I just as long as we're not. Making fun of Matt Sharp. I'll go. I'll go back to silence now. Don't worry about me. <laughs> it sounded like you're shouting down a megaphone. <laughs> Did, okay, that's was pretty Yeah, that, that's stunned us all. Um, other head coaches that have had pretty poor first impressions. <laughs> the fellow at the Eagles. The fellow at the Eagles, and another one who you know you struggle to think of, of what his name is because he's so meh. He was kind of, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but it is Nick Sirianni. Uh, his um, his opening press conference was a car crash, and I think that's the only way I can kind of describe it. And I can't get the text. You can go worse than that. It, it was balls. I, I, I can go worse. I, I can go worse than that. I just want to be polite. You know, family show. Um, yeah, the, <laughs> the 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 ramblings are. I mean, if you watch it, it's brilliant because he's sitting there with, um, with, with a piece of paper and he's kind of trying to read all it. It's like watching my son do his book report on a Zoom call. Um, and I paraphrase here, but not a lot. Um, yep, so we're going to have a system which is easy to learn, simple but complicated for the opposing offense or defense, um, a simple coaching system, coaching system. <laughs> and, and, then, and then at that point, I was just like, Jesus, the Eagles fans, knowing the Eagles fans as we do and loving the Eagles fans as we don't, um, I'm sure they're all sitting there going, what the hell have we just hired? And I lump the Eagles with um, with the Texans at the moment in terms of those two head coaching jobs were probably the least desirable coaching jobs available just for the mess that those, those franchises in. Eagles probably slightly over Texas because at least they have got a quarterback who wants to be there too, in fact. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's going to be another car crash of a season. Yeah. A car crash with two decent quarterbacks and the sixth overall pick. I'd rather be I'd rather be in that car crash than the one yeah. there Cliff in Houston. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, he's definitely in a better situation. But his press conference very much reminded me of when Adam Gase turned up and just stared at everybody. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, just for the record, I was right. Matt Sharp had two winning seasons uh, with the Texans out of all these years. Nine, nine and seven. Yeah, a nine and seven and a twelve and four in twenty thirteen. Wow. He, he was second highest passing yards in the league, I think that year. He was phenomenal, and then he went back to being balls. So uh, excellent work. My my last man, of course, the what the person before Deshaun Watson was. Do you remember? Brian Hoyer. Ryan Hoyer. TJ Yates. TJ Yates. Yeah, no, that, guy, that guy was balls. He was shit. He won a playoff game, didn't he? TJ Yates. Okay. Yeah, they had Osweiler <laughs> as well, didn't they? They did yes. have Osweiler. Someone yeah, said Tom Ryan Savage. Mallet. They had lots yeah, of people. Tom, they they got through a lot well. of Tom Savage. There's somebody who shouldn't ever be brought up on a podcast. He was terrible. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It reminds me of that Johnny Depp uh, perfume advert where it just says Savage at the end. <laughs> and that was after his uh, Amber Heard thing. Makes me yeah. laugh every Brilliant. time. Johnny you, Depp. You've now brought up a Savage. libel case against Johnny Depp. No, no. I just said no. Johnny Depp Savage. <laughs> it's an unfortunate well, name, isn't it? After digging a hole in the middle of the desert. If it tells you anything about Tom Savage, he wasn't good enough to get on the Lions squad. <laughs> it's hardly a surprise, is it? But yeah, they were 
Um, yeah, that was a bad Sirianni. It looks bad as well. There's still so much money to clear off there, oh, off their so wage bill. It's like fifty million, it's fifty-five million, I think, as uh, uh, as as they go. But uh, Stein. Is, before is we uh, before we move on from the news, John, I think we should touch on the um, the very sad passing of a national hero in the last twenty-four hours. Um, obviously, Screech from Saved by the Bell. Um, passed away at short notice, so you know, send all our uh, love and condolences to that. You know, very sad news. Yeah, I mean, I remember. Uh, I don't remember Diamond Dallas Page being in Saved by the Bell, but there you go. Apparently, was. No, I remember Gary uh, telling me, John, Dustin, Dustin Diamond, he's released a porno, and uh, you need to watch this because it's the sort of thing I love. And uh, I was like, okay, Gary, because it's you, man. And I know how much you love pornography. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, well, what sort of? Let's go on to some news which brings up the uh, Super Bowl because two Chiefs players um, have been tested positive for COVID nineteen, so they are now uh, basically they are out. Uh, um, which is smart of them. Uh, Demarcus Robinson and uh, Daniel Kilgore. Um, so, uh, they, 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 they haven't tested positive, yes. but they were both. Um, uh, I think, aren't they? Haven't they been involved with people who've been having heads yeah. and stuff like that? I think it's part is context protocol, so they're, they're now out of the of the big game. Uh, they're not. Um, it's not huge losses, but you know you never know what's going to happen on the day. So yeah, as I say, well, as of course Sunday is of course the big game. Uh, it is the Super Super Bowl, um, and uh, we didn't really mention it last week because we wanted to get into it this week. Of course, um, especially because uh, not all you know. There's more of us here this week. Um, you want to get into it now? Should we get into it now? Okay, I'm taking Tampa Bay. There you go. Ooh, me too. Of, of course, I, I, you I are. Can't, I can't bet against the goat. I've seen it too many times. So, so, like, it just cannot happen. Otherwise, I'm going to be like one of those American idiots throwing something through my TV. <laughs> luckily, luckily, I'm probably going to watch it in the bar, and I'll be watching the projector on what is actually a wall, so nothing will happen. <laughs> but my a nice new window. <laughs> like, but I, I will have the same feeling. I just can't take it, it. If he wins it with Tampa Bay, does that end the arguments for good? No. Is he then no. un- undeniably the greatest ever? No, oh, not he, the greatest. He's, well, he's most been successful. Great. <sighs> well, everyone, I, mean, I didn't say best, I said greatest. Yeah. You can't deny most it. Most successful. Because that would be phenomenal. I mean, I, everything tells me that the Chiefs are the slightly better team, but it, it, I don't know if it matters. I just think... If there's one person that could make them come unstuck, it might be him. I just can't bet against it. I've wondered about it for a couple of weeks now, and I just think I'm going to have to take them. They're, what they did in in, uh, in in the championship game as well against a team that I think is better. I think the Green Bay Packers are better than Tampa Bay. Yeah. I really think they are, and they just made them look Bucks like amateurs. De- Bucks defense are very good. Yeah, and the Bucks and Brady are very good. is average at the moment. 
but he is very good in postseason. If you look at the postseason stats, yeah, you know he's the he's leading offensive player in the postseason again. Yeah. And this is when he's always come to the party, isn't he? He he, he isn't. Uh, he never is the very rarely MVP of the regular season. No, you know, um, I, I don't know. I cannot take it. I, I literally, I am. What, what I want to know is oh. which which former uh, Steeler has the biggest impact in the Super Bowl. Is it Le'Veon Bell or is it Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. Brown. I, I think Antonio Brown could score a couple of touchdowns in the Super Bowl, and that would well, be enough. Well, that's something I, I wanted. I wanted a a game a game changing player for more of you about for who to expect to. Uh-huh. So, I'm taking Antonio Brown. So That's Antonio where I was going with that. I, I absolutely think he's going to show up, win the Super Bowl, and we're all going to sit there and go, oh, bugger. Chris Jones. <laughs> Chris Jones. I think he's going to hurt Brady. Mm. And I'm going to love every second of it. I, I, well, I mean, I'd love to see that, uh, obviously. Uh, then then wish might... for it as well, John. Just the power. Yuri Geller, like the power of us all. If we can just... You know, be in that moment. What what I don't understand is now Brady's not paying for the Patriots. Why do you hate him? Because it's Brady. Brady. just his attitude, like this smug Smarty little video face, on, yeah. the, this, on oh. the on the air on the airport. Oh, like, he he right. achieved nothing in that championship game. Nothing. Like yeah, he was bad in the in the second half. He tried to throw the game away. Literally, I thought I think he wanted to retire. Basically, he was that bad. <laughs> He was that bad. And there he is with Gronk as if he's the boy. You know, it's like, fuck off, Tom. So, <laughs> like, I, I'm just fed up of watching it. I'm fed the up with it. hasn't dimmed then, basically. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, and the Bucks are an annoying team, aren't they? Oh, you know, well, right. let's just do what the Patriots did. We'll get a load of players that should be paid more and we'll, we'll just convince them to come for less because you can come and play with Tom and his avocado ice cream. I couldn't give a fuck, honestly. <laughs> the main thing is you're not jealous. It's not about jealousy. Like, <laughs> I'm, just, like I'm just bored of it. I'm just bored of it. How can you be bored of watching a 57-year-old man try and win a Super Bowl? Because, you know... He's just I'm done it too often. Yeah, just... But how many times have you wanted to see the greatest of two eras in the same sport play at the same time? Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback for the next 10 years. We, and we, we... the best quarterback of the last 10 years. We never get this in any sport. Yeah. We I really hope it's a passing of the torch. How many times did Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas play in competitive tournaments, like where they were both at the top of their game? Once, I think. Yeah, but that, that, that's, that's not a comparison, Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, the best of two eras. So in basketball, you, you'd say Michael Jordan and LeBron James, but there was no crossover, was there? Him and Kobe played against each other. Who, sorry? Kobe and, Mike, and Michael Jordan played against each other. Kobe was not the greatest player of his era, though. He was in that conversation, but he wasn't the greatest player. It was there was no he's not a more outstanding than three or four other people. Michael Michael Jordan and LeBron James are easily the best two. Look at a lot of sports; you just don't get it. You just it'd be like Hamilton and Schumacher in Formula One. Like if they both race the same car at the same time, which one's better? It is, I, it, I think it's really exciting. I think the yeah. game's exciting. Don't get me wrong. I think that I the matchup, the matchup, is exciting to see. Actually, I mean, this I, is from I, a, I a Patriots fan who's gutted that we're not in the postseason and didn't want to have to come on here and say I'm supporting Brady because it it's just sounds ridiculous. But I'd be delighted. of course you wanted to come on here and say you were supporting Brady. It's all you've been thinking about for two weeks. 
You've been waiting to come in and tell us how Brady still made the Super Bowl. That's been keeping you going. Don't deny that. Of course it hasn't. Why, why would that make me feel better as a Patriots fan? Because you just love him. You love him more than the Patriots. I'm the person who came on a year ago and said, I'll drive Tom to wherever he wants to go. We need to move on. And, and I still believe we were right to move on because you always move on too early rather than too late. But Brian I just Clough. can't not love this story. You can't not love it. I do love the story, but let's, let's remember, and this always annoys me when we have this, it's not, it's not Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, no, is it? Not, no. They're no. never on the field at the same time. It really bugs me. Back to your original point, John, about game changers. I, I can pick. I did pick one. I said I wrote down Chris Jones. I think Gary's right. I think you know the big thing about Tom Brady is if you can get if you can get pressure up the middle against Tom Brady, he's going to fail. Um, but okay, I went with two units, um, and they're actually the same unit but on different teams. So the defensive backfields for both uh, the Chiefs and the Buccaneers, because both these teams rely pretty much solely on the passing game. Yeah, okay. Ronald Jones and and Leonard Fournette have had some good opportunities over, over the last couple of, over the last year, and yes, you've got Clyde Edwards Lair on, on the Chiefs, but really both both offenses are pass are passing offenses. So when you look at the Chiefs, you know you've you've got Tyron Matthew, and I think in the in the playoffs he has been probably the player of the playoffs for me, uh, especially on the defensive side. He's just been immense, and Daniel Sorison, two really great safeties, but I think they're lacking um, at cornerback. Um, the Jarius Sneed has been, has been a rookie quarterback who could quite easily be rookie of the year. Um, I think he was a sixth round pick. He's been playing out, out of his skin. Tampa, and let's not forget, week, what was it? Week week 12, uh, first quarter, Bucks versus Kansas City Chiefs. Tyreek Hill absolutely tore the Bucks uh, backfield a new one. So, since then, they've massively upped their game. Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy Bunting have been responsible for turnovers. Antoine Winfield Jr., I think, is an amazing season as a rookie and he'll go on to have a great career. Those backfields are going are, are gonna to be where the attention is because they need to force turnovers. They've got so many good weapons when you think of Evans, Brown, who you mentioned, uh, Gronk, Mahomes, uh, sorry, not Mahomes, uh, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, even Sammy Watkins on on his if he has a big day, it's going to be a weapon. Those eight players on, on that backfield are going to be the most important players on the in, pitch outside the quarterbacks. In the Week Twelve matchup, they gave up something like two hundred and thirty-nine yards outside the numbers. Yeah, yeah, they gave up. I got the, like the I, I, wrote, I wrote the stats here. Mahomes had four hundred and sixty-two passing yards, and two hundred and sixty-nine yards of those went to Hill. Um, now they've been a, but the Bucks did defensive backs. A none of them are older than twenty-four. They're kind of like uh, when the 49ers first won the, the Super Bowl back in the early 80s where they drafted three, three players to play on the backfield um, and brought in Dwight Hicks as well. But they're all really young. Uh, that could be a, a group that could really mould into another kind of Legion of Boom type, type group. So they need. there's going to be a lot of emphasis on Todd Bowles' defence and keeping Tyreek Hill quiet. Like if he goes off in the first quarter again, it's game over. Right? It's just not going to happen. Because you can't see, I can't... I can see the Chiefs catching the Bucks. I can't see the Bucks catching the Chiefs. I can, yeah, I can go with that. And that's why yeah, the Chiefs are going to win. I think that's fair, but I, I, I would just say, always, we've seen Brady come back from behind in other games. You can't tell me that if he was two touchdowns behind going into the final quarter, you'd say it's definitely over. You just wouldn't. Because I'd say it's definitely that, over. That Chiefs no. defence isn't that good. Oh, I disagree. Not, not the back end. It's really not. They give no, up I'd... deep plays. 
I, I disagree. I think that Chiefs defence is better than what we, th- we think it's been. Well, we'll see. Um, we like I say, I, I'm just interested to see whether he can do it with another team. I think it'd be... Uh, see, I was expecting you were going to come on, Griff, and say, wow, championship game. The Chiefs finally did what I've been asking them to do. They did. They and brilliant. blew a team away. Yeah. And, okay, they've still got what they need. They've just matured. They're going to mm-hmm. just manage the Super Bowl performance, you know, professionally. Mm-hmm. But you've just gone straight back to Brady. Yeah. Okay. What's wrong with that? There's nothing it's just, it's just if you go back to the podcast at the start of the season, I said I'd pick the Cowboys and the Steelers for Super Bowl. That fell on its ass. And if Brady got all the way, I'd support him in the final. Because I, I can't be bitter about it. I just think he was brilliant for us. And now he's been brilliant somewhere else. I just think, I think it's brilliant. I don't have a problem with it. So I just, how can you bet against him? Paul, back me up. You said you were backing me up here and you said nothing. So Matt Sharp led the league in passing yards in 2009. He's shouting again. What's that all about? <laughs> Your microphone. I just really like Matt Schaub. Is that okay? <laughs> it's Matt when you stop. It's thing. when you stop and you start. Yeah, you're really loud for some reason. I'm really sorry. I just I'm that passionate about ex Houston Texans quarterbacks. I, I I'm going. The reason I'm going for the Buccaneers for this is just purely gut feeling. I I, I can't I can't really give you. I think both teams are very evenly matched. The defense for I think the defense for the Bucks is ever so slightly better. It, you've got some really good young pieces in that defense. The offense, you've got you've got two great running backs. You've got all right. Brady is. We've spoken enough about Brady. He's very talented. He's very he's he's good enough. You've got probably a far better wideout core, in my opinion, in in Tampa Bay than you do in Kansas. The I just yeah, it's 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 my gut telling me the teams are. Very evenly matched. This could be a very close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I just see the Bucks winning it because I just feel there's more experience in the right areas and more youth in the right areas in terms of their defence keeping their stamina in the right place and their offence being smart enough to adjust to the game. That's why I'm going for Tampa. One, one big issue with the Chiefs is both their offensive starting offensive tackles are out. Um, and I think they're down to not maybe their second, not their backup, but one behind that. Um, and Mahomes is going to be guarded by Mike Remmers um, on the on the left tackle position. Mike Remmers is the is the tackle that used to play for the Panthers, who a- absolutely demolished by Von Miller in Super Bowl Fifty. Um, it's looking good. Yeah. So on the flip side, when you look at kind of JPP uh, and Shaq Barrett playing the pass rushes for for the Bucks. That is that would be my one area of concern for 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 the uh, for the Chiefs is that I think they'd be better getting to Mahomes on the edge, but I think Mahomes is just so good that I I feel like he'll just be able to get the ball out before they actually get to him, no matter how quick they are. And I trust I kind of trust Andy Reid's play scheming more so than Bruce Arians. If I can bring back a, a staple of this podcast. There is form for Andy Reid shitting the bed against the Brady-led offense. <laughs> yes, there is. You're, you are right. I'd like I mean, to see Bruce Arians win the Super Bowl. It'd, I would, it'd I be amazing. Well. I, I A Bruce Arians, Todd Bowles coaching team winning the Super Bowl. 
just what phenomenal. I, what I feel sorry for is the uh, the restaurants in Tampa because they currently got to deal with Bruce Arians and Andy Reid in the same town. Yeah, <laughs> phenomenal. Although uh, Kansas aren't actually flying in until I think Saturday evening, so I think it's the first time that two two teams haven't been in the in the Super Bowl city for the week leading up to up to the game. Obviously, COVID having an effect even more. Yeah. Lots of COVID. Well, it's uh, yeah. No, um, the, the, it's. I think it's gonna be. I think they all. You know, they generally are. You know, um, forgetting the uh, Rams Patriots game, which uh, just <laughs> everyone's, everyone's trying to forget about that Rams Patriots. Oh game. man, you know. Um, but yeah, um, I mean. I was going to pick uh, Devin White as a uh, mm. uh, di- potential difference maker. I think if the the Bucks are going to win, he needs to have a huge game, and he's good enough to do it. But um, it's just on the other side. It's like how even the best court, like the best quarterbacks, how often do you get a generational talent in a scheme? that suits him perfectly, which is what you get with Mahomes. And we should, you know, it's, it isn't, it's like, even like Rogers, even at his best, he's played in some shoddy schemes, you know, Um, you know, all, you know, some of the best quarterbacks, you know, they haven't had that, that perfect match that Mahomes is finding with, with uh, Andy. So it's rare, isn't it? I mean, you look at, you look at Joe Montana and Bill Walsh. You look at uh, Brett Favre and uh, Mike Holm- Holmgren. You know, it's that level of quality that you're getting with both Mahomes and uh, and Andy Reid. Like they're just like you're right. They're a match made in heaven. It's perfect yeah. for each other. It is. Um, so uh, you know, I'm you know I'm going to go with the going to go with the Chiefs. But uh, I mean. I also do also want to see Gary crying by the third quarter <laughs> if the Bucks are winning. So, uh, you know. If the Bucks are winning at halftime, I'm going to eat my Cuban sandwich and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless Chase is completely hammered and I can just hear him, hear him drinking, drinking Jack Daniels in the back, just cursing people. Yeah. I guess it's, you know, it's something to... You know, remember, the thing I miss most because of COVID is Perry getting drunk at Super Bowl night. I'm still trying to persuade Kirsty that my bar is technically outside space. Yeah, mate, she's not letting you have that. Yeah, I don't think she'll let you have that. Plus, you live in a village of old people. They'll they'll, they'll, they'll bust you out. You know, they'll. Gonna <laughs> say they'll all they'll all be at risk or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll be on the news Super Bowl party in village outside Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> Party <laughs> discovered after man throws chair through wall in disgust. At <laughs> I didn't mind the cheering. It was the chance to fuck Brady for thirty minutes <laughs> we didn't like. It was the Cuban sandwich stains on the wall that did it for me. <laughs> See, suddenly this Super Bowl could be really entertaining if it's really close and Brady's got enough to win it. We'd just be watching Gary on Zoom rather than actually watching the game. <laughs> video oh, yeah. will be turned off yeah. <laughs> I mean that is something to you know, it, it, you know however you guys you guys are watching it, it, it you know it 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 almost doesn't count this year because uh, what's the point quite if frankly Brady win, if Brady wins it definitely doesn't count this year <laughs> but uh, 
yeah um uh yeah well um should we go we've we might as well just say we've done our let's do our predictions now rather than later because i was going to end the show with the predictions but let's do them now because we might as well we've basically given you them anyway right, so i um, mine, so tampa oh sorry what i'm gonna be the chiefs yep tampa bay paul's going with tampa bay Bless yes you. thank you chiefs chiefs for me Chiefs. Do you not God. want to score, John? I was going to go like 32 28 to the Chiefs. Ooh, I was going to go. Yeah, go on, do score. Oh, yeah, yeah let's have on. a score 32 28 to. Um, I'm, uh, oh, I don't know, Chiefs by, Chiefs by a score. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to more specific than that. I'll say they've got, I'd say Tampa Bay have got to hold the Bucks, uh, sorry, the, the Chiefs to 24 or less. So I'm going to say 24 28 Bucks. As I say, I'm going to say the Tampa Bay win. <laughs> uh, 34 to 30 to the Chiefs. It's going to be a shootout. Awesome. Me and, me and Jim both go with a four-point win then for the yeah. Chiefs. Okay, well, I'll, yeah, I'm going, well, I'll go 31-24. Brady, you'll need a two-minute drive and you'll throw an interception. I hope so. I mean, knowing, knowing our knowing our luck, he'll find Scotty Miller for ninety yeah. yards. Uh, He's obviously obviously Tom Brady's going to win it in the last second. The ball will hit the floor. It'll be a bad call by it'll the be a, refs. You know? uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a throw. It'll be a throw that hits one of the refs. We'll, we'll find out Brady's <laughs> catch catch it. Brady's the ref catches it and runs into the end zone. Ref, you know, spikes it. The jealousy yeah. is phenomenal. They've got I a secret love it. child. <laughs> you know, he, you know, he was banned for cheating. Like you can say it's jealousy, but that what well, that did happen. You know, like, like you can't deny allegedly. that. He was banned for allegedly cheating. You don't get he banned for banned. allegedly doing something. Like, they never proved that he cheated. But he cheated. They 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 found suspicion that he cheated. Yeah, he cheated. <laughs> he absolutely. Of course he did. He absolutely. What do you want me to Don't do? say no. He didn't. He absolutely might have invited cheated. a massive. Crowd to the to the capital, you know. He might oh. have done. You know. I love I love destroying evidence when I'm when I'm innocent. <laughs> Allegedly destroying evidence. He cheated. He probably got away with it for years, and then then they inflated the balls properly, and he went and won the Super Bowl. So whatever, no problem. Like it don't matter. That's my favourite kind of cheating. It's the it's like when the you're blatant, Ventus. flagrant cheating. No, I, I like the completely to, uh, unnecessary the cheating. Despite the fact that they're yeah. the best team in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I just wanted to retire, favorite. so we don't have to go around this <laughs> bloody merry merry go round year after year after. He's on about playing until at least forty five, Gary. Oh, it's for years to come. <sighs> unless like... unless unless he's like, like sucks the big and he's here for for the next two three <laughs> unless years. Unless you watch. <laughs> Basically, basically, we, we're, we're waiting for a, a Peyton style collapse. That's the only way he's, he's yeah. going. If that happens in the Super Bowl, I'll be so happy. It's possible. Could I mean, it's sort of, it seems to, to happen in the champion in the second half of the championship game. Uh, but uh, wasn't I, and, I, and I know you think we just Brady bash, but like the NFL is moving into a completely different. Apart from after that, Roethlisberger and Rogers, they're. Neither of them yeah. are miles away from retirement either. No. We're heading to a completely new generation. And I think the league needs refreshing because I think people are tired of, you know... <laughs> I think you're tired. Of that, you that can't same, it up. You're still digging into this you know, We want to see new things, new people doing yeah. things in new ways. It's, it's about moving forward as a game. Well, I'm excited about it? Justin Herbert. I think he's going to be amazing for years to come. 
But I don't mind watching Brady win the Super Bowl. I, just, I don't mind. That's fine. So, sorry, Griff, you'll have to be quiet because Gary, all you can hear is Gary scraping the bottom of the barrel of excuses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, I'm going to try and yeah. come in quieter here. Should we move on? If we're looking at moving forward and not the same old stuff every year, I'd like next year for the Chiefs not to be in the Super Bowl. Bills. Bring the yes. Yeah. But yeah, let's. Um, well, should we take a break and we'll come back with our Pro Bowl squads? Because uh, uh, the the fans fucked it up. Okay, welcome back to part two of the Snap UK. So we've covered the Super Super Bowl, but of course, um, at the weekend just gone, it should have been the Super Pro Bowl. But that never happened because of COVID, and you know, apparently flying to Hawaii for a, a, a postseason game is probably not that very smart at the moment. But um, one of the things Jim's been bringing up week after week is just how bad the Pro Bowl squad is. Uh, of course, being picked by um, uh, fans, effectively. Um, so what we thought we'd do is we'd take a chance and we'd pick our own squads and see uh, if they were any better. So should we start start in the AFC? Start with our quarterback because uh, I'm going <coughs> to suggest here Patrick Mahomes might be my favourite. Uh, anyone got any other suggestions? I have Josh Allen because I think regular season he gave more to his overall team's performance than Mahomes this year. I'm going to agree with Gary. I have put him ahead of Mahomes and said that actually in the regular season he was probably the better quarterback. I don't dislike that. I'm a a huge Josh Allen fan. So, uh, you know, uh, we can have Patrick Mahomes in backup. Jim, where did you go? I went with Mahomes because Josh Allen wasn't the better quarterback throughout the season. I thought Josh Allen was great, but he, he wasn't statistically Anyway, through less pass, less Ugh. yards, through more interceptions, took more sacks, and played one extra game. Ran for more touchdowns. He did Ran run for a touchdown. Yep, yep, he definitely did do that. When so, Patrick so Mahomes tried so he to did, run. So he wasn't the better quarterback in the statistics you chose. No. Yeah. <laughs> one Paul. less games. <laughs> what do you think, Paul? going to yell at us with an opinion? I like Matt it. Sharp. I think I think Josh Allen ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Oh, excellent cool. work! We have a, we have a we have a majority there, and I'm, I don't I don't it's like I you know I'm a huge uh, Josh Allen fan. Running back, can anyone give me anything other than Derrick Henry? No. <laughs> I mean, we're only go, we're only picking one. I mean, I know in the Pro Bowl they have like four running. Too back. many. Too many yeah. is the answer. They need to yeah. never bring the Pro Bowl back after this season. Yeah. No. Award it by all means. Tell these players you were the best players of the season, but don't have a Pro Bowl. No one cares. I I like the challenges. Just have the just, yeah, just have call the them, call them the All Stars. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, and don't I, split I, it between NFC and AFC. Just have the best players there. Yep. No, I, anyway. I, I'm a I, big fan. I just want to see you know the wacky you know it's a knockout style challenges. Um. So, uh, did anyone pick a fullback? No. Of course we did. Who cares? Um, wide receivers. 
Hill and Diggs. Yes. Hill and, Hill and Diggs is what I've got. Yeah, I've got I've got Diggs and Robinson. Alan Robinson plays in the NFC. Oh yes, they're fucking right, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I'm, you've got is uh, Hill and Diggs then. I've got Hill and Diggs, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's it's like um, when I was looking end, through the hang on, just when, when I was looking through the stats, the wide receiver with the third most yards in the AFC. Anyone want to take a guess? Wide receiver. The new, white... guy, new guy at the Jags. No. No. Uh, hang on. No. Uh, I'll be amazed if you get it, because it surprised me. Was it um, at the Raiders? Nope. He, oh, I mean, Dar- Darren Waller had more yards than this player, but uh, he's a tight end. Yeah, okay. No, then I can't remember. Go on. But not that long. It's Brandon Cooks. Ah, uh, okay. Of course, yeah. yes. Brandon Cooks had 1,150 yards. Well, he had an excellent season. On 10 yeah. plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many concussions? No concussions. Richard. No concussions. 15 games played. Yeah. Fantastic. Surprised me. Uh, uh, tight end. Tight end. Kelsey. It's another easy one, isn't it? Kelsey. Yeah. It's, 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 they don't I need like to overcomplicate the Pro Bowl. If you can yeah. look at it and five blokes on a podcast can effectively agree this guy was the best, then that's who it should be. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why they didn't need VAR in soccer. You could just yeah. go to any random pub and ask the fans at the bar, is it offside or not? And just go with the majority decision. That's it. Easy. I think, Darren, I think that'd be Darren much better and quicker. You, you, have to give, had a great year. you have to give Darren Waller a, a shout out. I like. did actually put Darren Waller in, in as a, yeah, give him a nod. Yeah. No, he's been brilliant. Um, okay. Kicker. Justin Tucker. Always Justin Tucker. Always Justin Tucker. Yeah. Although, um, if you're giving shout-outs, Harrison Butler has been phenomenal. Yeah. And the guy at the Bills, Tyler Bass, was brilliant this season. So, if I'd actually got to pick one to, to kick for my life today, I'd probably take the Bills kicker because uh, Tucker ended his season with two misses in the uh, in the playoff game. So, I'll take Tyler Bass. But, you know, Tucker's always going to get the nod until he falls off the yeah. cliff. Yeah. Can't let the on Tucker. Yeah, no... Um... Uh, I mean, yeah, I know the Pro Bowl picks a punter, but literally, no. don't need to pick a punter. No, no. So let's let's, uh, let's O line. We, we said we'd do O lines by unit because we don't want to get Colts. into. I went with. I went with Browns. Browns I also went with the I went with the Colts as well. Colts, it is I went with the Colts. I, 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 I ignore statistics here because the Steelers only gave up fourteen sacks for the whole season, which actually top. So, yeah. They were bad in the running game. They, they were bad in the running game. Holes which, in the running game. Yeah, which is my point where the Colts actually had a running game. And that's why I took the Browns, because their, their run blocking was phenomenal yeah. this week. It was, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, good, good shout. Good shout but yeah, mean, uh, also, you do have to mention the Titans of run blocking, surely. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, not all the time he needs it. Um, <laughs> so we want to defence. Uh, so we've gone with two defensive ends and two defensive tackles so oh, two defensive tackles and two edge rushers okay, two edge rushers okay. yeah Jim Jim confused me with all this like you know so I've so picked who... four I've picked, I've picked four people so I'm, I'm just like you put them wherever you want <laughs> yeah. JJ Watt to Forrest Buckner Joey Bosa and Miles Garrett okay uh, I have DeForest Buckner and Garrett I don't have. I have Justin Houston and Cameron Hayward. 
I would have had Bud Dupree if he'd have lasted the season, but he didn't. But he was he was astonishing until he got injured. Neither of you got TJ Watt. I've got him. Uh, I've got TJ. I've got him as a linebacker. I've got my linebacker. Yeah. I have got him as a linebacker as well, if I'm honest. He's an outside um, linebacker, so I put him as, a, as an edge rusher, along with Miles Garrett, and then I went with two D-tackles, DeFrost, Butner, and Chris Jones. I had exactly the same as Jim. I went with Calais Campbell. Of course you did, Paul. And I had all, of, all of about Bosa. five seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're good selections. I, I agree I with went, them. I, I went with Houston over Bosa, but uh, I don't know why. I just... Uh, well, somebody's gonna have to actually write this down. Seeing as you're hosting, John, you better pick which ones you uh, want out because there's not much of a consensus there, actually. Well, Buckner gets in, Garrett gets in. Uh, I'm not having TJ Watt because I've got him as a linebacker. A couple of us have got him as linebackers. Yeah, me so, too. Uh, you know, pick right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We've had the TJ Watt thing before. We have. That's why I changed to edge Russia. <laughs> um, and there, so yeah, we'll have. Who else? Who, who did you, can't you have? Not have Chris Jones. You can't not have Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Yeah. I will have Joey uh, Bosa because a couple of people yeah, picked Joey Bosa. Yeah, I have Joey Bosa. Yeah. Okay. Linebackers. TJ Watt. <laughs> TJ Watt. Darius Leonard. And Darius Leonard. Yeah. I went with Darius Leonard, and I want to. I went with two inside linebackers, and I want to call out that most of the time the Pro Bowl is formed out of teams who win because they you know, tend to be the better players. But my other inside linebacker is Joe Schubert of the Jaguars. 141 solo tackles and three interceptions during the year. Those are phenomenal stats. I'm um, now you've got three kids, you don't spend much time with your wife and you have all this time to spend looking at inside linebacker stats. Mate, it's lockdown. I have nothing to do. Fair enough. I'm surprised you haven't got another one on the way, by the way. <laughs> like With all this lockdown going on. <laughs> Hence the switching to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, TJ Watt, and I was I didn't get around to filling the other slot, so um, it's up to you guys. So, who did you have? So, who did you, did you have anyone, Paul? I've already given you my selections. Well, well let's go. With, <laughs> let's go. With, let's go with TJ Watt and Darius Leonard then, as actual linebackers. Uh, um, so, cornerbacks: Xavier Howard and Malcolm Butler. I went with Xavier Howard. I don't think you can not have him, but I went with Gilmore because I think he was the only pro bowler on the Patriots. So Gilmore? I, I yeah. went with Xavier Howard and JC Jackson. I think Gilmore's I a better player, but yes, fine. I thought Jackson had a better season, which is what the pro I, bowl's about. True. I went with Xavier Howard and Tredavious White. Paul? I've also gone with Howard and Trey White. Uh-huh. Way, so, so it is Howard and Trey White. Fair enough, then. Um, uh, safeties. Minka Fitzpatrick. And, hun- and Honey Badger. And Honey Badger, yeah, that's who I've gone for. Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, I, I didn't go with Minka. Same as Griff, I did. I went with Justin yep. Simmons. I think I went with Honey Badger and Jordan Poyer from the Bills. It was a great year. He was very good, yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I can't see past Fitzpatrick for that position. He was easily the best safety this season. Uh, well, that's that's who we're going to go with. Uh, mm-hmm. So, not actually a huge amount of change from the uh, 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 actual Pro Bowl squad, but the AFC isn't the issue really. It's uh, NFC. So, NFC starting again. So, quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Yep. Uh, 
He was, yeah. He would be amazed if we haven't all taken the same running back as well. It's got to be Dalvin Cook, right? Yeah, I've yep. put yep. Dalvin Cook. Yes. yes. Paul, I have also put Dalvin Cook. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, want show, you want to show us your notes, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> They're there. Yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> no, no problem. Let me let me let me show you. Let me show you my notes. Uh-huh. Writing a massive Dalvin Cook. <laughs> on a podcast. Is this going to be a picture of Matt Sharp? We all know. She's going to be on YouTube. <laughs> Don't want to spoil it for you, but I mean, in time. I'm still thinking, time. figuring out how to spell Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent work. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wide receivers. I went for Adams and Metcalf, and I know I'm going to get abused for the Metcalf thing. <laughs> yeah. Metcalf's a great shout. I went with Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson. Well, Jefferson was phenomenal this season. You, you had Jefferson, Hopkins, and Metcalf. It's one of those three. Yeah. A- Adams was the far the best wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went with Adams and Hopkins. Adams and Hopkins. Okay. Uh, I'm really so... hoping that we haven't made the mistake that the NFL actually made by putting Evan Ingram in at tight end because if we have <laughs> no. sacked from the podcast, oh yeah, we should all have Robert Tonyan. Yes, Hawkinson. I have Hawkinson. Oh, you're both sacked. Oh, it's they Robert Tonyan. Very, 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 very close stats-wise. Yeah, more catches, Hawkinson as well. Playing Robert Tonyan caught ninety-four percent of his targets. Tonyan I get that, and I get that, and eleven touchdowns. I get that, but Hawkinson played very, very well this year. In a shit team. second year, in a bad team, he was a, a highlight for Detroit. Yeah, that's yeah. He I was. Mean, he, he had a much better season this year than he did last year. Okay, uh, O line. Who did you, who did you pick? Bunch. There was two and two votes there. Who did you pick? Oh, we're waiting for Paul. Oh, we're waiting for Paul. Hawkinson or uh, so we're looking for a tight end from the NFC. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Gronk. <laughs> You're a moron. We're going with Tonya. <laughs> And I'm taking, I'm taking the Tampa Bay O-line. I thought it was brilliant this season. Actually got something out of Ronald Jones in the run game. Kept Brady upright in the passing game. I thought they were excellent. I had the Saints. Packers. Oh, Packers. Oh, two Packers. Paul? I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. I thought they were fantastic. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. He's done it again. <laughs> well, I'm going to choose the Packers out of yeah, those okay. Yeah, there we go. That's fair. That's fair. We'll, we'll, we'll take right. that. I don't want anyone to make Brady stand. It's almost like Paul didn't do any research and he's just picking whatever the last person said. Can we do fullbacks in the NFC, though? The juice, yeah? Just, yeah, just chuck obviously. the juice in. No, because uh, as a position, uh, it is a pointless one. It is ridiculous. Um, kicker? Well. Robbie Gould? There's a few to choose from, but I actually think the fans got this right. I think Youngway Koo of the Falcons was the best kicker in the NFC. He was. To it, me. Was, it was brilliant this year. Fair I mean, if if you if we, I don't know, we've done it a couple of times before. If we pick each team's MVP for the year, yeah, you you get to the Falcons who are, you know, you, you know it's Ridley you see Calvin Ridley had a great season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calvin or whoever it was who finally decided to sack Dan Quinn should probably be their MVP of the season. But I think Young Way Koo is is the best kicker in the NFC. I thought right. Greg Zerline had a good good year for the Dallas in a crap Dallas team. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, Paul, <laughs> he'll take Young Way. Who loves him? He'll go. With, oh no, we go with Zerline. That's the last the, the last thing said. Korean. <laughs> no, it's the it's the Korean myself for me. He's been he he has genuinely been fantastic. He really has. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. We don't count punter. Um. So. Uh. 
your defensive line, however you want to, however you want to put it. So everyone except Jim gets to pick because Jim would have yeah. gone different to the rest of us. So Aaron Donald's in it, right? It's Aaron, Aaron Donald, Donald plus three, right? Uh, Trey Hendrickson from the yes. Saints. Got that. Amazing. Yeah. Great. Uh, I went with Leonard Williams. I also went Leonard Williams. Chase, Chase Young. Really good Chase Young. Uh, Chase Young. I went with Zadarius Smith from the Packers as my other edge rusher. I, was well, I had him as a linebacker. And Montez <laughs> from the, from the uh, Washington football team. I thought they were brilliant together. Chase yeah. Young's got to be in there. Yeah, I got don't mind how there. you want to divide that up, but he has to be in there, surely. It, Trey Young is in there. We've got two for Leonard Williams. We've obviously got Alan Donald. Um, no, Lewis. nobody for Khalil Mack. No, no. I, I didn't he, have him. I'm just putting was it. Was he there. that good this year? I don't think he no. was amazing. End, end of the year, all right. But yeah, most of the season he was a bit of a. I'm, I'm just putting it average, out there. Average I mean, superstar. You know, he technically can go at linebacker as well. So Brandon uh, Graham was really good, but I sometimes think he takes a week off every now and then. Mm-hmm. Brandon Graham as well wasn't as good as Cox. Uh, Cox, Cox wasn't over good shout. He's had, a, he's had a productive year in a, in a big Terrible toilet team. of a team. I mean, quite frankly, they'd, they'd be where they'd be without him. I do not know. Um, and yeah, uh, but so uh, so Chase Young, Leonard Williams, Alan Donald. As I say, he, Trey uh, Hendrickson as well. Trey Hendrickson. Oh, you've got to have him in. He's had a brilliant yeah. Why not? And he was he was one of the players left off of the, the original Pro Bowl roster. Yeah. No, nope. that's cool with me. Um, okay, this, linebackers. This it gets interesting. So Devin White wasn't picked for the Pro Bowl, which is insane. No. Yeah. So He's... Devin White has to be one of them. Um, I actually like the shout of Jason Pierre Paul that they took. I thought he had a really good year this year. Uh, he was an edge rusher. And Fred Warner, I he's an Fred, edge rusher. Fred Warner was brilliant. He's uh, he's attracted uh, oh, as a well. linebacker. Yeah, Fred Warner and Devin White uh, are my two inside linebackers. <laughs> I have the same as Jim, and although Jim has made up a position of edge rusher that doesn't actually exist in anywhere other than college grades, it's never actually on any of the defensive stats. It's an edge rusher. It just depends on what scheme you're playing, doesn't it? If you're playing 3-4, you use an outside linebacker. It just makes it very hard to find the When your wife can't sleep, does she just ask you for some information and then (laughs) drop off when you start dividing it up into categories? No, because she's drifting off to sleep and she's like, no, fucking Zadaria Smith's a linebacker, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Come on. Look Um, Look at the depth chart and see where Edge Rusher exists. Anyway, moving on. I've got Fred Warner and Zadarius Smith, but um, Devin, Devin White should be in there. So, yeah, let's go with Fred Warner and Devin White. Cornerbacks. Jalen uh, Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, yeah. And uh, Jair Alexander. That's what I've got. I, I went with another giant. Christ, I've got two giants on my team. Um, James Bradbury. Bradbury was very good. Uh, I thought he might be the best player on the Giants team, and yeah. I'd be very pleased to see him make the Pro Bowl, yes. Yeah, he, he was like, I've never seen Paul? DK Metcalf have such a quiet game as against Jair Alexander was brilliant this year. He was, yeah. He's there, yeah. Not, not denying that. He had a very good season, but I thought Bradbury was brilliant as well. Cool. I'm a big James Bradbury fan, but you can't deny Ramsey and you can't deny Alexander. They are. They are some of the best. If you take away the conferences, they're still some of the best in the league. Yeah, it's true. Uh, safeties. 
Buda Baker, and I went Jeremy Chin, the rookie. The Panthers. I, I had uh, Smith and Diggs. I had Chin and Andrew Diggs played well. Mm-hmm. I had Chin and Adams. And I had Chin and Buda Baker. Adams was just pass rusher. He was a terrible safety. Yeah, great, isn't it? Uh, I didn't pick him because, yeah, his his pass defence is terrible, frankly. Yeah. It's not very good. He can't cover a man. He just runs around until he gets to the ball. It does work for him. Like, he was very impactful, but he's not really a safety. He's just well, a random bloke you throw on the field. It's the same with uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. He, he, his his coverage isn't great. He just... Oh, he, I don't know about that. He, just, Minka he Fitz- makes a lot of interceptions. He's a yeah. better player. doesn't do a lot much other than that. Fitzpatrick seems to end up in the right place at the right time. Yeah, Jamal Adams doesn't I don't know. do that. Jamal Adams doesn't do that. He's a great defensive player. I think he's more of a linebacker than he is a safety, yeah, really. I think he's more inside or outside linebacker, Jim? Yeah, it'd be an inside linebacker. <laughs> I mean, he makes a lot of sacks for, for things. Could he, could he technically be an edge rusher? Yeah. He could technically be an edge rusher, yeah. You could, you could rush him off the edge. I mean, that Good is... Safety, safety blitz would be, a would be perfect for him. Player. But yeah, um, I picked Adams just because, uh, uh, I'm not going to lie, I, it was late when I did this and I just wanted to go to bed. Uh, um, I feel now. <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll have Butter Baker and a couple of us had Chin. Paul, what did you, who did you have for safeties? I had Baker and Chin. <laughs> Thank you. Of course you did. Uh, we'll call that a day. Um, uh and uh, it's nice to see we haven't picked Evan Ingram. That's that's it. Just, uh, just, oh, just no, no, thank you. Um, talented player, but he just doesn't play that much. Well, even when he does, he doesn't catch that much. Um, no. And that's possibly the issue in a game of catch. Um, yeah, as it is. I know you're going to close this, so by all means, are you uh, confident that Daniel Jones is the quarterback starting at the Giants next season? Uh, I'm not confident in it, uh, but I think he is. Uh, I don't. I, the thing is, I haven't heard them mentioned in any no. of the talk. They're about the only team that haven't been linked to another quarterback. I think no. the thing that you're forgetting with this is a Giants fan. You can't be confident. No, fair enough. <laughs> it's, the, the, there's going to be a lot of movement. There's a lot of potential movement this year, and for some reason, I just don't see us getting involved. I don't think we've got cap space as well to do it I, I think uh, we have to build our team through draft um, especially because I think we. what I'd like to see is Leonard Williams get a big deal rather than uh, yeah. going after a uh, high profile quarterback um, How about a high profile wide receiver bringing in like Alan Robinson or something like that I'd love Alan Robinson Golladay or there's, you know. there's, there's quite a few available you know uh, there is. Uh, Godwin Chris Godwin yep. Um, I, you know, uh, but uh, I think he's good in the slot. I'd wa- I'd rather have someone who can stretch a field stretcher. Calm down. We're not talking about Jim's dog now. Uh, I, in a number of mock drafts, I've seen uh, Jalen Waddle from Alabama kind of mock to the Giants, and that's like a. I mean, he's going to run probably four two something in the forty. Like that's. I think that's literally the perfect player for, for that Giants offense. I would love. I would love someone like that. That a, a proper field stretcher would be uh, yeah. brilliant. I think just what we need. Um, and you know, it would help. It would help. Um, it would help our quarterback because he's got an arm on him. 
Uh, it's just well, that's, that's kind of a prerequisite, isn't it? Having arms. It's about the best thing you can say about him. Well, for for, for seventy five yards, he runs beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> Let's never forget that, by the way. When we do that's... our highlights of the season, that might be number one because that was <laughs> watching him tackle himself. That that whole play might be up there with the butt fumble. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's he's never going to be able to live it down, quite no. frankly. Um, but yeah. That ruined Sanchez. I mean, there's a good chance that I mean, Jones did have a run later on in the year, didn't he? He did actually score a touchdown, so that, yeah. that might redeem he, him. He's, he's he's a half decent runner. It's just uh, unfortunately yeah. the, that half side decent. was was the only half, half decent. The yeah. other half it was terrible. <laughs> oh, uh, how, how many people um, go into the Hall of Fame? Because that'll be announced next week, will not it? It will be. Uh, I believe it's either five or six. Just thought I'd bring that up very briefly. Thank Not you. that I have any more to add to it, but I just thought uh, it'd be interesting Brilliant. to know. Will, will John Lynch finally get there? No. Uh, probably not. No, what is it? Is, is it Peyton Manning this year, isn't it? Yeah. Peyton right. Manning yeah. plus, yeah, plus yeah. others. Peyton, Calvin Johnson's there. Charles Woodson's there. Um, a few other players that might get in. Jared Allen's another first, first, one, uh, first time on the list. Yeah. John Lynch is there. Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. Tony oh. Baselli has been on the list quite a few times. Good tackle uh, for the Jaguars. So he's got a really good chance of getting in there finally. So I don't know. I think it's a it's a probably probably going to be a stretch for John Lynch this year because you, you, you're definitely putting in Peyton Manning. And I would be surprised if Charles Woodson doesn't get in first yeah. time asking. Uh, of course he will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll discuss that when it's announced. Um, we'll come we'll come back next week and uh, discuss the Super Super Bowl. Um, we I might hope... not all be here though, because Gary Gary might be replastering his wall. <laughs> <laughs> if he wins, I've got, I've got nothing to say on the matter. <laughs> well, we we need you next week because we're, we're it's uh, of course end of the season. We will be determining our MVPs for for the uh, for the year. So. Um, if you can just come in for the second half then um, at least um, but yeah I hope whatever you're doing you, you enjoy the big game on Sunday and uh, yeah. I've got and I've got Monday booked off and we're in the UK yeah or yeah, I'm, I'm, actually actually off, I'm off I'm off from tomorrow like prepping what for? solidifying the wall I'm going to make some yeah. uh, some uh, seafood enchiladas uh, for my Cuban uh, Tampa Bay influence, but yeah, I'm off for like six days. Um, nice. All right, for some prep on my own. <laughs> yeah, well, um, well, however you're watching it, uh, it's on BBC and Sky on Sky One as well, so you don't need Sky Sports. Um, but however you want to watch it, uh, hope you have fun, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you uh, on t- next Tuesday to uh, discuss the big game. Until then, goodbye. <laughs>